in, in this earth, amen, for this next generation. Because, you know, realistically, when you look at it, amen, men and fathers have a great impact Amen. On those around him. In fact, statistics say, amen, when a father is not present, amen, that the, the, the statistics of the children ending up in situations that they don't need to be in is even higher, amen, are you with me, than it would be otherwise. You know, and when you look at it, amen, and, and, and when you look at it, you know, a, 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 a son will look at a, at a father, amen, and in order to see how it is that he ought to live. Are y'all with me today? Amen. And to see how, as an example of what it looks like to be a man. And how many of y'all know a daughter will look at a father and see what it looks like, amen, in order to have, amen, a man in their life, in their future husband. Can I get an amen? Amen. And so that's real important, amen. It's important that we become those guys godly men, amen, that we need to be so that we can be a reference point to this next generation concerning what that looks like, amen. Are y'all with me today? I know one thing, before I came to Christ, amen, I was a no good lost sinner, amen, bound in drugs and bound in sin and just really, amen, a, a wicked, evil person in a lot of ways. Are y'all with me today? And I don't know about you, but I don't want my daughter marrying somebody like that. Can I get an amen? I don't want my daughter marrying, amen, no drugs drug addict hello amen no 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 person that's uh, off doing all kinds of lustful things and all that crazy stuff amen but i want my daughter to marry somebody that loves the lord Amen. That lives their life for God. Amen. That has some morals, that has some integrity, that's willing to get out there. Amen. And do what they need to do. Amen. In order to support. Amen. That family. Are y'all with me today? Amen. And so that's what we need to be looking at, because I'm here to tell you today, men. Amen. That the, the daughters are looking at you. Hello. And they're looking at you to see what it looks like. Amen. In order. What kind of man do I want? Are y'all with me today? Amen. And hopefully we can be that man. Amen. So I want to talk to you about this a little bit today. And you know, it's kind of interesting because when we have Mother's Day, we always get to rejoice and tell the mothers how wonderful they are. And when we have Father's Day, we always got to, amen, talk about what, it, what we need to be doing. Hello, somebody. But I'm here to tell you today, amen, that that's important, amen, because we have a big role to play in this thing. Are y'all with me today? Amen. So it's important. Hello, somebody. It's important that we grab a hold of this. And I want to share with you a couple examples this morning, and I want to start out with some reference points in the Bible of some men of God, amen, that were, that were exemplifying what it means to be a godly father. And so if you'll go with me real quick, I'm going to jump over, amen, into the book of Genesis in chapter 5 real quick, amen, Genesis in chapter 5, starting in verse 21, and I want to talk to you real quick about a man named Enoch, if you would. Genesis chapter 5, starting in verse 21, amen. 5 and 21, if I can get there, praise God. Amen. They're there on the board. Thank you, Jesus. All right. I'm going to get there in case y'all miss it. He says here in verse 21, Enoch lived 65 years and became the father of Methuselah. He goes on to say, then Enoch walked with God 300 years after he became the father of Methuselah, and he had other sons and daughters. 
So here we are. Enoch was, amen, a great testimony of what it looks like to walk with the Lord. Are y'all with me today? But not only that, but he was a father. Amen. He had sons and he had daughters. Are y'all with me today? In other words, he was a man of God, but he was also, amen, a father. Praise the Lord. What's, what verse are we on? Verse 22, we'll go there. Then Enoch walked with God 300 years after he became the father of Methuselah, and he had other sons and daughters. Go to the next verse, please. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Enoch walked with God, and the Bible says he was not for God took him. Amen. That was the first picture that we have of the of the rapture that took place. Amen. God had called him up. Amen. Amen. Let's go to the next verse real quick. And Methuselah lived 187 years and became the father of Lamech. Amen. Now I want you to look at this, amen, because it's important, amen, on how we walk, amen, in this life. Are y'all with me today? And one thing that we begin to realize concerning Enoch is Enoch was an example of what was important, amen, for a man, amen, in order to be effective as a father. And one thing about it is Enoch was one that walked closely with God. And I want you to know today, amen, amen, that your children are going to need to see you walking closely with God. They're going to need to see you walk this thing out, amen, relying on God for your strength, letting them know that God is the source of your life, letting them know that God is, amen, the one that you trust in, amen, that God is the one that is going to provide and he is going to move, and they've got to see that by you walking, amen, this thing out. Are y'all with me today? Enoch was a great example of walking with God, so I'm here to tell you today, amen, if you're going to be that example or that reference point of what it looks like to be a godly man, you're going to have to be one that walks with God, amen, arm in arm, day to day, moment to moment, minute to minute, amen, trusting God and worshiping God, amen, and seeking God, amen, and praying to God. This needs to be your lifestyle, not just, amen, in a ministry home, but all the days of your life life. Amen. The Bible said 300 years Enoch walked with God. Amen. And he was not. And he was called up. Amen. I'm here to tell you today. Amen. We can't just tell our kids what to do, but we've got to live this thing out. Amen. We've got to walk with God and we've got to trust God and they've got to see us when we go through some things that we're okay because we're relying on the power of God and that we know, amen, that God will show up and he will will provide and he will make a way and he will move amen are y'all with me today they need to see this in our lives and Enoch was one that did this are y'all with me today Enoch was one that walked with God you know and some things that we can learn about fatherhood from this man who walked with God is what kind of walk a father should have. And one of the things that it should have, a father's walk, should include God's fellowship. 
You know, sometimes the kids need to see you on your knees praying to God, calling out to God, crying out to God. They need to see you in your prayer closet. They need to see you in your word. They need to see you seeking his face. Are y'all with me today? They need to see you doing these things, worshiping in the house of God. They need to see these things. Amen. Otherwise, it's just religion. Hello, somebody. But it's about a relationship and fellowship with God. Amen. Religion isn't going to save anybody. Religion isn't going to deliver anybody. But when you begin to have true fellowship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, then you're going to begin to see God move. Are y'all with me today? So a father's walk should include God's fellowship. You know, some people live as Christians, but they don't really have fellowship with God. Are y'all with me today? Some people even serve, but they don't have fellowship with God. But one thing that Enoch had is he had fellowship with God, and that's an example as a father's walk. Are y'all with me today? And a father's walk should influence the children. You're people of influence. And it should incorporate a witness. Amen. Are y'all with me today? And when we're going to walk with God, walking with God means to go in God's direction. Going in God's direction. And I'm here to tell you today, how do you expect your children to go in God's direction if you won't even go in God's direction? Are y'all with me today? And how many of y'all know they got to go in God's direction? Hello. Whatever that may be. Are y'all with me today? Whatever it may be. The greatest thing you can do is to go the direction of God with the will of God in your life. And so it's going in God's direction, but it's not even go, just going with God's direction. But, amen, walking with God means to walk by faith. Hello, somebody. The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. We need to become men, amen, of faith. Hello, somebody, that operate in faith, trusting God. And the people around us need to see that. And the kids need to see that we're men of faith, that we can trust God in a time of need. That we can trust God to move and to provide. Amen. Are y'all with me today? You know, one thing I always tell my sons and my daughters, I said, the only reason we're blessed is because of God. You better not get it messed up. You better not get it, amen, uh, you know what I'm saying, twisted. The only reason that you're blessed is because of God. We take God out of this picture, amen, I can promise you, the blessing is God, amen. We take fellowship with God out of it, amen, I promise you, amen, the blessing is God. You take, amen, the will, amen, out of it, and I can promise you, amen, the blessing is God. The only reason why you're blessed is because God is in this thing because God is the one that is blessing us God is the one that is providing for us God is the one that is moving amen nothing else amen because we're seeking him because we love him with all of our heart because we serve him with everything we have because we live our lives completely for God are y'all with me today and sometimes we can forget can't we 
Sometimes we can forget. You know, when we look at Enoch, you know, his walk was so intimate with God. Amen. The Bible says that he even smelled of the presence of God. It was oozing out of him. That's how intimate his relationship was. He smelled of the presence of God. I need to write a sermon. What do you smell like? Hello? What do you smell like? And they said he oozed with this smell of God's presence. Somebody say God is good, amen? You know, Enoch's walk with God, it teaches the importance of private devotional life in order to, amen, have passion for the Lord, amen. If you don't have a a private devotional life, amen, your passion for the Lord is going to begin to go away. Hello, somebody, it's going to begin to leave. Hello, you've got to have that time with God. You've got to have that. It's important for you, amen, in order to be a a man of God and a, a father's walk, amen. And our walk should include fellowship with God every day in his word and every hour of today through prayer and through praise and worship amen the bible says that you pray without ceasing amen you need to be connected to the vine constantly are y'all with me today you know i want to share with you an example of another man real quick a man named job and a lot of us when we think about job we think about what he went through but i want to look at something in a different perspective for just a moment concerning Job. Because when we begin to look, amen, in the Bible, in the book of Job, in chapter 1 and verse 1, what we read is this, if you'll put it up there. Job chapter 1 and verse 1. He said, there was a man in the land of O's whose name was Job, And that man was blameless and upright, fearing God and turning away from evil. Are y'all with me today? He said, there was this man named Job and this man was blameless. This man was upright. This man feared God. And he shunned evil. You know, when we look at Job's courage as a man, amen, he was a man who feared the Lord. And what we need today, amen, is godly men who have the fear of the Lord. Who have reverence for God. 
who won't just live any kind of way or act any kind of way, amen, because they have reverence, amen, for the Lord. The Bible says in the last days, they'll have love for God, but they won't have any fear of the Lord, amen. They won't have any reverence, amen. That's what they say. So today, we need as a reference point is men, amen, who have the fear of the Lord, who won't just do any kind of thing, amen, because they know who God is. Are y'all with me today? They know what God is capable of. Amen. Are y'all with me today? You know, if you think of it, God is all powerful. God is capable of doing anything. Amen. Are y'all with me today? You know, think about this. God created the sun, right? And if that sun gets too hot, how many of y'all know all the plants and everything will just wither and die? Are y'all with me today? Do y'all understand that? See, you got to realize what God's capable of. Hello, somebody. It's only by his grace and his mercy. Hello. Somebody say God is good. Amen. But Job was one that feared God. Amen. He had the fear of God. And this was the theme throughout the entire book of Job. And Job's fear of God is frequently mentioned. It's frequently mentioned in the Bible. Amen. You know, the author of the book states in the opening commentary that Job feared God. Amen. I'm going to even look at you in Job verse one, chapter one, verse eight. He says, then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? And there is no one on earth like him. He is blameth and upright and a man who fears God and shuns evil. Amen. Are y'all with me today? You and I need to begin to become men who fear God and men who shun evil. We have reverence for God, knowing that he's all powerful, knowing that he's almighty. Amen. Hello, somebody. Knowing what he is capable of, amen, and then we shun evil. In other words, we're not going to play around in sin. We're not going to just do any kind of thing. We're not just going to say any kind of thing. Are y'all with me today? See, we need to become examples for the Lord. We need to become examples for this society, amen. God is good, amen. And Job was a great example. You know, I'm going to ask you today, do you have the fear of the Lord? And do you shun evil in your life? Or do you jump on the first opportunity to get involved in it? Somebody say God is good, amen? So here we see a couple of examples. You know, another story, if you remember... In the book of Luke, amen, is the story of the prodigal son. And you begin to see how the father responded to the prodigal son. And it's, that's an example of our heavenly father. And so we have these reference points. We have Enoch, and we have Job, and we have many other men, amen, that were a great example of what it looks like to be a father. But I want to share with you the greatest reference point that we have. Amen. And that is our heavenly father. That is our heavenly father. Because some of us, maybe we were brought up in a, in a, where we didn't have that good of a reference point. 
Maybe our reference point was somebody that was uh, living their life in sin. Or maybe it was a reference point of somebody that was never around. But I want you to look at a reference point, amen, for a moment, amen, of an awesome father. You know, that's what's so awesome about God is he doesn't just uh, tell us what to do, but he demonstrates it. Hello. He demonstrates it. And one of the ways that he demonstrates that, amen, is through his love for us. You know, we just read that scripture in Romans, amen, and it was talking about that there's nothing that can separate you from God's love. Amen. He says, Paul said, I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height or death or anything else in this creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Are y'all with me today? You know, and we look at this because this is a love that's unconditional. And, you know, you and I, we may anger him as we disobey and we may sadden him as we stray. But I'm here to tell you, God never stops loving us. And his heart is always open, amen, just waiting for us to repent and to begin to return. And he's there with his arms open, amen, welcoming us in, amen. Are y'all with me today? That's a great example there in the book of Luke, amen, where the prodigal son had taken his inheritance and he squandered it on wild living, amen. And then he comes back all tore up from the floor up, amen, all busted and disgusted, amen. He had been hanging out with pigs, amen and eating all kinds of crazy food. Are y'all with me today? And what happens? The father welcomes him back. Amen. Once he comes to his senses, once he comes to his, uh, his mind, right mind, and he opens his arms and welcomes him back and says, come on in, son. Amen. Are y'all with me today? That's an example of the love of the father. Amen. There's nothing, amen, that will stop us from loving. And you and I, we need to have that same love that's released in our lives. And he demonstrates that love. The Bible says, but God demonstrates his own love for us. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. Are y'all with us? Are y'all with me today? You know, God didn't wait for us to meet his expectations. Or wait for us to make him proud. Hello, somebody. Before he started loving you. He didn't wait till we measured up to his standards. But he loved us first. Complete, constant, and unconditional. Somebody say, God is good. And this is an example of the love that we should have, amen. It's an unconditional love. See, God is the reference point of what it looks like to love, amen. And what it looks like for us as fathers to love. Amen. There may be things that are done that maybe we're upset with. Maybe they frustrate us. Amen. Maybe we even have some 
anger towards it. But I'm here to tell you today, man, even in the midst of that, we still love. We still love. Can I get the worship team to come forward? So he was an example. God the Father is an example of this. This is your reference point. This is what you look at. Amen. You don't stop loving. We don't stop loving you. Amen. We don't stop loving our children because they act a fool. Amen. We still love them. We're just waiting for them to come to their senses. Hello. We're waiting for them to come back so that they can have fellowship. Amen. And God exemplifies this. But not only does he love us, but he encourages his children. You know, as fathers, we need to be those that encourage. Are y'all with me today? We need to encourage. Y'all better wake up, man. I'm going to encourage y'all in a way you don't want to be encouraged. Hello. Y'all can stay up for moving now. Y'all can stay up for in, the, in the house of God. But he encourages them. You know, I want to give you a couple examples. God encouraged Moses at the burning bush when he told him to deliver the nation of Israel. God was an encourager. And he encouraged Joshua as Joshua set out to conquer the promised land. Amen. And he encouraged them with his words, with his presence, and with his assistance. See, you and I, men, we need to become people that will encourage. Amen. We need to be the ones that let them know, amen, it's going to work out. God's going to move. God's going to show up. This was an example that he was. Amen. This is what God did. Amen. And a lot of times, you know, our messages are more with criticism than they are with encouragement. Amen. But how many of y'all know it's important to watch our words? Amen. You know, Apostle Paul challenged us with this. He said, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Are y'all with me today? Our words need to encourage. They need to build up. Amen. Yeah, sometimes we've got to rebuke. Yeah, sometimes we've got to correct. Yeah, sometimes we've got to discipline. Yeah, sometimes we've got to do these things, amen, that are necessary, amen. And that discipline is just a manifestation of God's love. But we've got to be able to encourage, amen. Hello, somebody. We've got to begin to look for the opportunity to share, amen, some words, amen, that are going to begin to build them up, amen according to their needs. You know, God was great at building them up. God wants to build you up, amen. You know, God was one that saw things that his children could do 
and he encouraged him to go out and do it. You know, and as a spiritual father, I want to be that person that can see what you're capable of doing and encourage you to do it. Are y'all with me today? Come on, stand to your feet. He encouraged Moses. He encouraged Joshua. And he's encouraging you today. I want you to know, I want to share a word of encouragement, man. You can become that godly father that you need to be. You can become that man of God that you need to be. It's going to take you walking with God, though going to take you trusting with God it's going to take you living by faith it's going to take you loving even unconditionally but I'm here to tell you you can do it the Bible says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you the Bible says there's nothing that's impossible for you through God you're going to become that You're going to become everything God has intended you to be. And I'm going to tell you right now, God has intended you for greatness. God has intended you to be men of purpose. God has intended to use you to turn this world upside down. Amen. To shake heaven and hell. Amen. To begin to do things great for the kingdom of God. And God is going to do it. To be a great father. To be a great husband. To be a great leader. Amen. To be a great business owner. Amen. To be a great preacher to be a great whatever it is that God's called you to do to be great at it and you're gonna be great why because God is with you and if God is with you who can be against you amen there's nothing that's impossible for you nothing can stop you by the power of God so I want you to be encouraged as you leave here today and even if things aren't the way that you want them right now amen God's gonna move hello I promise you, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. But letting God develop you is the best thing you can do in your whole life. You know, I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't let God develop me. You know, and I'm not perfect. You know, There's areas where I work at growing. Amen. But God is faithful. Amen. Come on, lift your hands to heaven right there where you are. Holy Spirit, we just ask you to come into this house today, God. Just minister to everybody in this place. Minister to all these fathers today, Lord God. Bless them, Father God. Speak to them, Lord, today. Give them a special touch today, Lord Jesus. Don't let them leave here, God, the same way they came in here. Father, you are worthy, my King. Have your way today, Lord Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord God. Fill them up, God, with faith. 
Fill them up with your spirit. Help them, God, to be courageous. Help them to operate in the fear of the Lord. Help them, Lord God, to trust you. Help them to be an example. Help them to be a reference point. Help them to be, Father God, something, God, to impact this next generation. Raise them up, Lord God. Raise them up, Lord Jesus. Raise them up, my King, today, God. Have your way, Lord God, today, God. Oh, yes, Lord. Fill them, God, today with peace in the name of Jesus. Fill them, Father God, with, with contentment in the name of Jesus. Fill them, God, today, God. Hallelujah. Loose it upon this house right now. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. Come on, let's worship the King. If you want to come to this altar, come to this altar this morning. Let God minister to you this morning.